This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 5th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. POTUS gets earful on trade. USTR nominee update. Trump expanding health care option and farm groups get help on glyphosate. President Trump will head to his meeting with the American Farm Bureau Federation on Monday, having heard a fresh round of concerns about his trade policy. Yesterday, five GOP senators, including Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, met with Trump at the White House to talk about trade issues. The president really listened to our concerns, Roberts said in a statement to AgriPulse. I delivered the message that farmers and ranchers need to grow export markets and maintain our status as a reliable supplier, more especially with Canada and Mexico in NAFTA renegotiations. Roberts added that Trump, quote, understands the difficulty farm country is going through. Trump's headed to Nashville on Monday to talk to the Farm Bureau at its annual convention. Senator getting closer to ending USTR hold. Senator Jeff Flake, a Republican of Arizona, continues to block the Senate from acting on the nomination of Greg Dowd to be the Trump administration's top agriculture trade negotiator. But the senator says he's getting closer to a resolution of the concerns about the administration's NAFTA negotiations after discussing them with U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer. Flake wouldn't say any more, but AgriPulse is told that Flake also has received a letter from Lighthizer. Flake put a hold on Dowd's nomination as leverage to address concerns that Arizona produce importers have with a position USTR has taken in the NAFTA talks. Florida tomato growers are seeking to get new provisions in NAFTA that could deter competition from Mexican producers. U.S. and South Korea began formal talks on chorus rewrite. U.S. and South Korean negotiators are meeting today in Washington for the first of several meetings to overhaul the five-year trade agreement between the two countries. The White House has complained loudly over the roughly $28 billion deficit in traded goods that the U.S. is running with South Korea. Trump threatened in September to pull out, of course, sparking an uproar from U.S. ag groups and farm state lawmakers. The pact is generally credited with spurring U.S. exports of wheat, beef, pork, and other commodities to that Asian country. Trump demanded renegotiation of the trade pact in July, and the countries have held two, quote, special sessions since then as a precursor to the talks that begin today. Trump moves to expand association health plans. The Trump administration is proposing new rules that could make it easier for farmers and other small businesses to get health insurance health plans. A proposed rule is being published today that would allow sole proprietors or other working owners of small business, including partners in a partnership, to qualify for participation in an AHP. The rule's stated purpose is to expand access to affordable health coverage, especially among small employers and self-employed individuals. The move comes as some state farm bureaus are looking to form AHPs. Matt Perdue, a policy analyst with the National Farmers Union, says the rule could give farmers more bargaining power in purchasing health insurance and could lead to reduced premium costs for those who join AHPs. But NFU is still concerned that AHPs could discriminate against farmers based on their health history or risk, he says. Two-thirds of farmers surveyed by a USDA-funded study report having pre-existing conditions. Packing workers said reluctant to complain to OSHA. 
Congressional investigators say the Occupational Safety and Health Administration has been increasing its investigations in meat and poultry plants, but is still having trouble getting workers to contact the agency about safety issues. A report by the Government Accountability Office, the investigative arm of Congress, says workers in five states told GAO they fear speaking up at work. The workers' concerns include adequate bathroom access. The GAO report says USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service could do more to share worker safety information with OSHA. OSHA has increased its annual inspections of the industry from 177 in 2005 to 244 in 2016. Food industry group trying to evolve. The Grocery Manufacturers Association is facing still more defections from its membership. Politico reports that Hershey and Cargill are dropping out following such companies as Nestle and Campbell Soup. The food industry is facing significant disruption and is evolving, and so is GMA. That according to GMA spokesman Roger Lau. We all will continue to evolve and change at an even faster pace. We are always sorry when member companies decide to leave and hope to work with them on issues of mutual interest in the future. A Cargill statement said the company, quote, regularly evaluates our external partnerships and believes at this time of unprecedented industry change, we can accomplish our business objectives outside GMA. Attorneys General joins farmers in fighting glyphosate listing. Farm groups have gained some allies in their legal fight against California's listing of glyphosate as a chemical known to cause cancer. The listing could lead to warning labels on products. Attorneys General in Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Wisconsin joined the U.S. Chamber of Commerce in filing a friend-of-the-court brief supporting the farm group's lawsuit. We are pleased that attorneys general from across the country are standing up for agriculture and consumers by standing against this unconstitutional action by California. That the word of Gordon Stoner, president of the National Association of Wheat Growers. Appeals Court strikes down Idaho ag-gag law. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco has ruled that provisions in Idaho's ag-gag law making it illegal to record audio or video at farm operations violate the First Amendment. Idaho is singling out for suppression one mode of speech, audio and video recordings of agricultural operations to keep controversy and suspect practices out of the public eye, according to the court. The Ninth Circuit is the first federal appeals court to strike down such restrictions. But the court upheld a portion of the law that criminalized obtaining employment with an ag production facility by knowingly misrepresenting oneself. Here's today's He Said It. The Ninth Circuit ruling, quote, sends a strong message to Idaho and other states with ag-gag laws that they cannot trample civil liberties for the benefit of an industry. That the word of Animal Legal Defense Fund Executive Director Stephen Wells. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 5th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.